Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. November is I Donation Month, which means that one person's tragedy can be a gift of sight to someone else. Kristen Beecham's son, Patrick, was a patriot who served his country in the U.S. Army, both here and abroad. Kristen Beecham joins us by Skype from Birmingham to tell her family's story. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us here at Troy Public Radio. Thank you so much for having me. You did a video that really touches the heart about your beloved son, Patrick. Can you share your story? Absolutely. Patrick was my oldest son. From the time he was five years old, he told me when he grew up, he wanted to be an Army man. He never wanted to be anything else. He would tell me constantly, when I get big, I'm going to be an Army man. And when he was 17 years old, in between his junior year and senior year of high school, he, with much convincing, it took a lot, he convinced me to sign for him to do early enrollment into the Army. So he spent the summer between his junior year and senior year of high school out at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, doing basic training. He missed the first couple of weeks of his senior year. I had to get permission from the superintendent and the principal and his commanding officer, but that's what he did. And he came back and finished high school. When he finished high school, he went to advanced infantry training. Then he spent a little time in Romania, and then he actually did a deployment in Mogadishu, Somalia. So he just fulfilled that goal. He really loved doing that, and we were very, very proud of him. His father was in the military. His grandfather was in the military, so he came from a long line of military men, and that was something that he wanted to do. When he got back from Somalia, he had settled in to his job. He had bought his dream car. He had a a townhouse. He was really coming into his own, and then I received a phone call the morning of April 26, 2021, that he had been involved in a motorcycle accident. He had been riding motorcycles for years and years. He liked to get old motorcycles and restore them. He loved classic cars, and he had his motorcycle accident, and he was killed instantly. That kind of began a new chapter in our lives. We just had to really adjust and adapt from there. Back when he signed his driver's license, did he sign up as an organ donor? He did. From the time he had his license, he was an organ donor. He had discussed that with me. I knew those were his wishes. And the morning of his accident, I received a call from a representative from Advancing Sight Network, and they were very compassionate. They were very understanding, and they asked for my permission to honor Patrick's wishes and to be able to harvest his corneas and his eye tissue. I had to take a moment because it was just a, it was a horrible day. And I asked them if I could have just a brief moment, if they could call me back because 
I knew I was going to say yes, but there was just something about giving that permission. So I had to take a little bit of a moment to kind of work through that. But I called them back and I told them we wanted to proceed with that. And we were able to go through with the cornea harvesting. I actually have been to Advancing Sight Network and met with the team that spent the last moments with Patrick before the harvesting of his tissue and his corneas. I got to meet Sarah, who was the technician that actually did the harvesting. I met their whole entire team and had a tour of their facility. And they also gave me the option. I could write letters to the two recipients that received Patrick's eye tissue and his corneas. And so I was able to write letters to both of those recipients and just share a little bit about Patrick and who he was as a person And to also let them know, I understand from the uh, team at Advancing Sight that sometimes recipients have a level of guilt because they know that in order for them to receive this wonderful gift, someone else had to lose something very precious to them. And I made sure to let them know in this letter that we were overjoyed for them. We were so happy. We were able to write the letter right around Christmas time, and the holidays were very difficult for us that year. It was our first Christmas without Patrick. And able to just write to them and talk about him and give them a little bit of insight into who he was, but also let them know we were thrilled for them. We were overjoyed that they hopefully that Christmas season were going to be able to see things that they had not been able to experience or see for a while. Kristen, talking about your eldest child, Patrick, he served his country. He was also serving mankind, humankind, through being an organ donor. Was he always a generous, spirited child? I, of course, am am a little biased. To me, he was very generous. He was a good friend. We've had story after story come out since his death of people that we did not know that he was interacting with or, or things that he was doing. I know that he had served in the autistic community, he had worked there doing some things because he had a good friend, a child that he had grown up with who um, was autistic, and I know that he had done some work there. He worked at an animal hospital for a while, and he really enjoyed doing that. So I felt like he was just a very good friend, a loyal friend, and that he also had a generous spirit. It was a tragedy losing Patrick, but the greater tragedy would be for nothing good to come out of his death. So the fact that he was able to donate gave a little bit of purpose and a little bit of meaning and and helped us deal with the loss a little bit better. November is I Donation Month. What do you want to say to your listeners about the importance of giving? I think first and foremost, it's a decision that you need to discuss with your family members so they know your wishes and they know what you would like to happen. For some people, it can be a very uncomfortable conversation, but I'm so happy that we knew what Patrick wanted and we knew what his wishes would be, and we were able to honor that. Again, I feel like he was a very generous person in life, and I feel like he was able to give one last time in death. And then I would just say sign up. Make sure that you're a registered donor. There are different organizations you can go through. I know for us, we've gone through Advancing Sight Network but you can definitely indicate it on your driver's license as well. Kristen, has it dawned on you that you are perpetuating Patrick's generosity through your advocacy? That's something we definitely have kind of leaned into as a family. Um, The first birthday after we lost Patrick, he would have been turning 25, and we 
kind of made it a mission to do 25 acts of kindness. And we challenged our friends and different family members to do that. And it was things as simple as get a $25 gift card and drop it off at the fire stations or leave a $25 tip on an order when you eat out for some of the overworked servers that we had during the pandemic and afterward friend of ours, their child wrote down 25 compliments and they passed out 25 different compliments. And this year in November is Patrick's 26th birthday. And so we've challenged our friends and family to just up it a little bit and go for 26 this year instead of 25. I want to thank you for talking with us about Patrick, your eldest son, and his gift lives on in the recipients of his corneas. I believe that things happen in life sometimes and we don't necessarily understand it. I personally and in, in our family, we have struggled so much with just the loss of Patrick, but his life is a footnote in just a much bigger picture and a much bigger story. And to know that my very worst day enabled someone else to have their best day, that definitely is healing for me. Thank you for joining us with your story. Thank you so much. Joining us by Skype from Birmingham was Kristen Beecham, whose son Patrick's gift brought sight to two other people, Advancing Sight Network and the iBank Association of America at the website RestoreSight.org have more information about eye donation. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.